thank you for tuning in to this episode and happy Independence Day to all Americans. Today I want to talk about a topic that is threatening America's freedom once again from the progressive socialist left of this country, which once again is is led by the Democrat Party, with critical race theory. Most people don't know what critical race theory are, and they're just now starting to see it in the news, sometimes abbreviated as CRT. After studying this um, CRT, or critical race theory, and seeing the negative effects it could have on our country, I wanted to do a podcast about it this Independence Day weekend in 2021. There's a big movement by the left led, of course, by their mouthpiece, which is mainstream media, be it on um, television or or online news editions, trying to tell all Americans how they're wrong and they're not allowed to think for themselves. And we're going to get into that during this episode and see what critical race theory is and why it's a threat to the United States of America. And once again, more importantly, what we can do going forward to make sure that critical race theory is stopped in its tracks. But first, a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. Critical race theory versus freedom. That's how I'm titling this episode because honestly, that's what it is. Let's get into what's been going on. And first off, I'm going to start from... um, an article from brookings.edu, which, of course, they're smarter than most Americans, so they can get on here and lecture us and school us as to how incorrect we are and why. And I'm so happy to have them around. And these two people I'm very thankful for are Rashawn Ray and Alexandra Gibbons. And this was posted Friday, July 2nd, 2021. So just yesterday, this is hot off the press. Today is uh, Saturday, July 3rd, 2021. So on Independence Day weekend, this is how they went into it with this garbage article. But let's get into what they said. First off, they had mentioned that Fox News has mentioned critical race theory 1,300 times in less than four months. Why? Because critical race theory, or CRT, has become a new boogeyman for people unwilling to acknowledge our country's racist history and how it impacts the present. And um, what this is what they say about critical race theory or CRT. CRT does not attribute racism to white people as individuals or even to entire groups of people. Simply put, critical race theory states that U.S. social institutions, meaning criminal justice system, the educational system, labor market, housing market, and healthcare system, meaning everything, are laced with racism embedded in laws, regulations, rules, and procedures that lead to differential outcomes by race. And a social sociologist's point of view points out to what they're trying to do with this article, and this is the angle that they're taking, and, and I'm hoping that Americans don't fall for it, and that's why I felt like it was so important to do this episode during Independence Day weekend. It's because social, sociologists and other scholars... And this is scholars that are involved in CRT, okay, just to be clear about it. Sociologists and other scholars have long noted that racism, I'm sorry, racism can exist without racist, meaning 
you don't have to have a racist act involved. Racism is still there. And you have to understand the implications of that for everybody, for all people, that no matter what you do or say, it's racist. It's racism, even if you're not racist. And I think if you're a racist person that you are one of the most hateful people there are and you are against Christianity as you're supposed to love one another is the equals. But this is not what this movement does. That This is the footprint that the progressive socialists in this country led by the Democrat Party are trying to instill while they have the presidency with Joe Biden. Congress and Senate wrapped up. They're wanting to come out and say, no matter what we do, no matter what you believe, you're racist, and there's racism in everything that we do. As you saw what they had mentioned, with every single area of our lives affected the criminal justice system, the educational system, labor market, housing market, and healthcare system are all racist and need to be changed. And let me ask you this. Have you been out and committed a crime and it was differentiated about how you were charged over your race? With your educational system, when you apply to get into a school, have you experienced this personal racism in the school system and even in the public school system? If you're sitting next to a person of color, are they getting less of an education than you are? What about in the labor market? Any job I've ever had, we come in with the Equal, equal Employment Commission and mandates that the pay rates, you come in at the same rate. Working in uh, organizations I have, you're moved up at the same rate based off of years of service, not based off of the color of the skin you have. In your housing market, it is illegal in this country to deny someone housing or a loan for that house because of the color of their skin. These are lies, people. This is a lie by the progressive socialist left using critical race theory that started, this movement started back in 1989 by some uh, early progressives and now has taken a hold of the Democrat Party so they're trying to make their push. They all go on to say with their Brookings article that... However, many Americans are not able to separate their individual identity as American from social institutions that govern us. These people perceive themselves as the system. So what they're starting to say is why are Americans against this is because we view ourselves as part of the system, which we are. Everything they're attacking is part of us, and it's what we come from. The public school systems, what we all come from as children. That's what we evolve our thoughts and our knowledge from that point going forward. It's just unbelievable that they would come out with this angle that they're trying to say that we're not smart enough in essence to separate ourselves from the institutions, that they're not talking about Americans, they're talking about institutions, and we aren't smart enough to separate ourselves from that. They go on to say that consequently, they interpret calling social institutions racist as calling them racist personally. They continue to say that it speaks to how 
normative racial ideology is to American identity that some people just cannot separate the two. In their article, in their own words right there, they come outright and say it. That your normative racial ideology is to American identity that some people just can't separate the two. They're saying because we're inherently racist, that we it's built into our DNA, that we are what they say we are. They go on to say, there are also people who may recognize America's racist past, but have bought into the false narrative that the U.S. is now an equal democracy. They are simply unwilling to remove the blind spot, obscuring the fact that America is still not great for everyone. Happy Independence Day, everyone. <laughs> That's unbelievable that they would have the audacity to even put this in print to go out for others to read. Now, remember, their their goal is to trick everyone into thinking that, hey, you're even though you're not racist, you are racist because this country's racist. So, therefore, if you don't do what we say and go along with our programs or wanting to implement upon the masses, then you're part of the problem. It's just unbelievable that they would would put this on here. And to try to say, and I'm going to get into my take on this here in a minute, and I'm trying to you know go through everything that, that these two wonderful individuals from uh, brookings.edu are saying, but it, it's really unbelievable that they would put this in here. And once again, nonetheless, on Independence Day. They go on to say that scholars and activists who discuss critical race theory are not arguing that white people living now are to blame for what people did in the past. They are saying that white people living now have a moral responsibility to do something about how racism still impacts all of our lives today. Policies attempting to suffocate this much-needed national conversation are an obstacle to the pursuit of an equitable democracy. What they're saying is that if because of our past history with slavery, if white people don't go along with this garbage theory that they've come out, critical race theory, that you yourself are racism and part of the problem because you're stopping them from getting their policies in place that's going to flip the script around and give out benefits to one group of people over another just so they can get reparations or or whatnot to feel like they've made up for the past wrongdoings. Regardless of if anyone here did not participate in slavery, and even if you're not racist, even if you hold everyone with your Christian values that everyone is equal in front of the eyes of the Lord and you treat them such, you are still racist if you don't go along with their little scheme here for critical race theory to get what they wanted. They go on to say in closing on their part, some parents are worried about their kids learning things in school that they do not have the capacity to address. What they're saying there is parents are worried about their kids learning this garbage in school because we won't teach that in our homes because it's garbage. <laughs> My inner uh, Mark Levine came out there unbelievable so they're going to take over for the parents and teach the children 
something that the majority of Americans don't agree with because they want the narrative to be changed. They want the younger generation to be brainwashed that critical race theory is real and needs to be addressed. And if you don't agree with them that you're just as bad as the racist slave owners of the past, which is just unbelievable. So that's what they're saying about critical race theory and how ignorant we are and we just need to be shown the way to how it's correct. And if we don't go along, we're racist. That's what they're saying. Which it's just their way this week of calling us racist for doing something else, even though we are not. This is what I say. The American Republic was founded on a set of beliefs that were tested during the Revolutionary War. Among them was the idea that all people are created equal, whether European, Native American, or African American, and that these people have fundamental rights such as liberty, free speech, freedom of religion, due process of law, and freedom of assembly. America's revolutionaries openly discussed these concepts, and whereas they did not agree where they needed to go at the time, they set in motion the greatest document that's ever been written on the face of this planet to guarantee all men and women freedom and equality in the future that we currently have now in this country. And we had to go through many peaks and valleys to get there. Deep, deep valleys. But we got out of it. And there is nowhere else on this planet you can go, nowhere where you're going to get more freedom than you have in the United States of America. How dare them say that this country is damaged goods because of what's happened in the past. We have overcome that. Men and women have sacrificed their lives for that. Blood, sweat, and tears to get to where we're at now. And what does the First Amendment say that guarantees all this? It says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Five freedoms that it protects freedom of speech, religion, press, assembly, and the right to petition the government. Together, these five guaranteed freedoms make the people of the United States of America the freest in the world. Before agreeing to accept the Constitution, the founders of our democratic republic demanded that these freedoms be protected by an amendment to the original document, the First Amendment. That's how much these men, as flawed as they may or may not have been, set this in motion many years ago to get us to where we are now so that all can experience the freedom that we currently have. And there's no legal age you have to reach the exercise of your First Amendment freedoms. They're guaranteed to you the day you're born. There's also no citizenship required for First Amendment, pr Amendment protection. If you're in the U.S., you have freedom of speech, religion, press, assembly, and petition. It's also, with the First Amendment, not left-wing or right-wing. It's not Republican or Democrat. It can be used to push for social and political change or to oppose change. The First Amendment is for everyone. And this is what Americans are doing, opposing this negative change through critical race theory that is wrong.
this First Amendment right that we all as Americans have to stand up for. The First Amendment also protects us against the government limits on our freedom of expression, meaning the government cannot limit how we freely express ourselves. And the First Amendment also prevents the government from requiring you to say something you don't want to or keeping you from hearing or reading the words of others. This is even if you never speak out yourself, you have the right to receive information or to reject that information and not hear it. So with critical race theory, folks, it is a garbage attempt by the progressive socialist of this country led by the Democrat Party to try to take our freedoms away and push us towards socialism. And they don't want you to have a voice and they don't want you to stand up against it because if you do, you are racist. And it's imperative that Americans stand up against this movement. Go to your school boards. Go to your city councils. Contact your U.S. congressmen, state representatives, and let them know how you feel. That critical race theory is not acceptable and you do not want it taught to your children while they're at school trying to get an education about things that are real in this world. It's not about pushing leftist propaganda on our children when they're at school. Push it on your own kids if you want. Leave ours alone. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sidelines and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from the socialist progressive movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement and, finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of War On Podcast. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.